Jamie Sinton is a seasoned Carlton Landing guest who has been visiting Carlton Landing for eight years with her family, as well as a part of her business, Broken Bow Travel, has been partnering with owners to help promote their vacation rentals. As a mom of three boys, she celebrated Mother's Day in much the same way as is common in our culture today, but a few years ago, she had a revolutionary and countercultural idea for how to celebrate motherhood in a new way. She has been doing it since and would like to share all about it with us today. Welcome to the All Things Carlton Landing podcast, a show that helps you discover the best that Carlton Landing has to offer. My name is Amanda Coleman, and I'm a Carlton Landing vacation rental owner and enthusiast. We're really glad you're here. Let's get started. Jamie, thank you so much for being with us on the show today to talk about Mother's Day. Before you tell us what you've started doing of late, tell us what you used to do and what clicked in your brain that led you to do this new thing that you'll be sharing with us all about today. Yes, thank you for having me back on. I just love this podcast. I'm very passionate about this topic because I am a mother myself. So used to, I think I, I think I did what most moms do. Mother's Day, Mother's Day is coming. You know that you're trying to, if you, you know, have a good relationship with your mother, if they're still alive, you're trying to think about them too. Like, am I going to go see them? Am I going to set up a brunch with them, visit them? But if you're married, you're also thinking probably about your mother-in-law, which I did as well. You're thinking about the, you know, the other important moms you have in your life. Now, I do want to say that I think some people don't realize that not everybody has a great relationship with their mother or mother-in-law. So not everybody has that to begin with. So sometimes Mother's Day can be a hard time for a lot of people, especially if you're a mom yourself, but you don't have a great mom or you don't have a relationship with your mother-in-law. So that can also, you know, hinder your Mother's Day, what the idea of it is. And then I also used to have this expectation of, what my husband's going to do for me and what my kids are going to do, right? So you kind of find yourself giving of yourself to your mom, your mother-in-law. Moms, we always do. We're always thinking of others. Mm -hmm. Then hoping that our needs are also met through our spouse, through our kids, which they also have to do for what? Valentine's Day, our birthdays. (laughs) And I found over the years that, you know, you get older, you get wiser. You're like, you know, I kind of need to change. And Maybe your Mother's Day weekends didn't go as you expected. And it's easy to blame your spouse. It's easy to blame your, maybe even your mother-in-law because they're taking your time up too. I mean, yes, it's your mother-in-law, but it's not your mom. But you're expected to do all of this stuff for them. And again, we lose ourselves uh, and we're not happy. So uh, several years ago, I had a really good friend I traveled with. In my hometown, she was actually, she's a cabin owner in Town, and she has six kids. And I always loved her because even though she had six kids, she always made time for her friends and to have fun. And I just love that about her. And I know it's not easy for everybody. So one year we're like, you know what, let's just, let's just plan one night Mother's Day weekend and get away from our kids and our husbands as much as we love them. Maybe the only way to truly show ourselves 
self-care and self-love on Mother's Day is we, we might have to actually leave our homes. <laughs> so we both love Pahuska, Oklahoma. We did one night at a wonderful hotel there. That's it. Just the two of us. One night, we had such a great time. And, you know, we came back refreshed and we were happy. And our husbands were like, wow, this actually works in our favor. <laughs> like, we didn't have to do anything. You're happy. There's, you know, their expectation is gone. And then we still had an extra day so that we could spend time with our own mothers, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's that's where it started. And then ever since then, it's it's gotten bigger. Okay. So that was the first, how many years ago was that, that first Pahaska? I think that was almost four years ago. And I was, and I was turning 40. And I think okay. that um, many women, when you're at the ages of 38, you start to change a little bit. Your perspective changes. And we know when you're young, you're just trying to be the good daughter, the good wife, the good mom, the good daughter-in-law, and then you get older and you're tired and you, <laughs> you kind of look at things different and, uh, you know, it's, it's time to change some things around. Okay. And tell us how, how many kids do you have again and how old are they? Sure. I have three boys. I'm a boy mom. They are ages 15, 12, and 7. So pretty wide ages. All right. Mm -hmm. So four years ago when you started this new tradition, they were... Oh gosh. So they were like 10 and 10, eight and four or something or three. So, and just, just so the audience knows that I live in rural Oklahoma where my family's not here. So I don't have family support. Mm -hmm. uh, my husband has a really busy job. So I'm used to being, doing a lot of the caretaking myself and the management of the house. I think if you live in a town where you have a lot of family help, uh, might be a little, maybe a little bit different, but so for me to really get away was important for me. Yeah, I can completely relate to that. We're in Fort Worth, very far from any home, any family, and never have had grandparents or aunts and uncles with right. the raising of our kids who are now 10 to 14, and it's exhausting to do everything mm -hmm. ourselves, and, and then, of course, the expectations of Mother's Day weekend, so... How did that go? So what would, what did you guys do <laughs> the second year? So the first year was Pahuska. Then the we're like, that went pretty well. Maybe we should start a tradition. And, you know, this, I wasn't doing this with my sister or any of anyone in my family. It was with a really good friend. Okay. And at that time, her, all of her family lived far away too. Um, so that was good for both of us. So the next year, we actually got two other friends to come with us. And they kind of were like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. They were a little bit older than us. Not that much older, but just so that, you know, we have like a nice age range, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. And they knew, had heard about Carlton Landing, but none of them had been. And I said, well, maybe we should do Carlton Landing because we can rent an adorable home. It's still close to us, right? We're not having to pay for airfare. Or it's a quick drive. It was like two and a half hours. So it's not taking us really far. It's, you know, it's less expenses. But it's, I really wanted to show my friends Carlton Landing too. Because I knew they would love it. So we rented a home in Carlton Landing. I pretty much planned it all. And all we did was we brought lots of food. We made our own charcuterie board. We ate at Mama Tig's there. We, we had a, the weather was beautiful. So that helped. We went in the pools, we met people, we walked around. It was so 
three, it was, yeah, a little bit weird. You're like, okay, I'm here without my kids, right? You're like, okay. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, I mean, it's weird. But then it was so, it was blissful. Like, it was so freeing. There's something, I think, with women that that we get to be free and be ourselves and be with our friends and laugh and have fun. And nothing is pulling us back. We really need that. It was just the best weekend. And all my friends fell in love with Carlton Landing. So much so that the next weekend, my friend went back because her oh. and her husband were interested in buying a home there. So, oh, wow. yeah. So, but I love bringing new people because every time I do, they love it. So that was really good for me too. We had such a great time. One of the girls who joined us came all the way from New Mexico. Oh, wow. um, she actually flew in and she was, she was even pregnant at the time, but she's like, Nope. You know, I want to come. I want to do this with you guys. And we even, I think looking back, we drove to McAllister, which is only 30 minutes South. And we, we shopped downtown, you know, we, we did some fun stuff there too. It really was such a great weekend. And then on our, our way home, we go through Tulsa, Oklahoma. So we stopped there. We had dinner. And again, we all came home happy. Mm-hmm. Our husbands, everybody's happy and (laughs) um, now our husbands are like no go good please like (laughs) you're good and and I and I tell people someone had told me like something like yes my husband encourages me to go which is wonderful encouragement is great but I tell women you actually don't need anybody's encouragement or permission to do something for Mother's Day so if you're waiting for that that may never come you know how it's like when they say nobody's coming for you, nobody's coming to save you, nobody's coming. Well, yeah, sometimes you have to take things into control for yourself <laughs> and and do it for you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the women who have a harder time, yes. maybe asking to get away or even maybe the husbands would 100% say yes, but they feel guilt for leaving their family what are some words of encouragement you sure. can give them? Well, and that's that's the biggest thing in all this and why I'm so passionate because when I when I was started telling friends what I was doing, I really was met with a lot of interesting reactions. I mean, some friends were like, that's so awesome, but I also got a lot of like shade and side looks, kind of like, How dare you? How dare you not spend Mother's Day with like your mother? And I realized that really had nothing to do with me, but how they, how they felt about Mother's Day, because it was so hard for them to do, to get away, right? Because like most of us women, we just have so much guilt and we have a hard time doing things for ourselves. Well, and it's a complicated weekend because we, we have our moms and we have our mother-in-laws, right? Mm -hmm. So you feel like, oh gosh, what do I do? There's, there's all these different scenarios. And it's hard to ask, hey, I'm going to do something just for myself. But I would say if you, if you know, if you're married, just ask your husband, really, not really ask, but say, listen, this Mother's Day, I need some time away just for myself. And now everybody's financial situation is different. If that just means a dinner out with your friends or even with just your mom or it's a brunch out or it's one night, whatever it is, just 
basically, I mean, I hate to say just tell them, but be like, how can we figure this out that I can mm. get this time away? Does that make sense? I think because, I mean, yes, unless there's like work involved and all that kind of stuff, there's really no reason why you shouldn't be able to do what you want if you have help, if your husband can take care of the kids, that kind of situation. I know everybody's situation is different. I don't want to make it like it's easy for everybody. It's mm -hmm. not. But I think if you're waiting for permission, even from your own mother or like your mother-in-law, you really you don't actually need their permission. And you're not a bad daughter or daughter-in-law for doing something for yourself. Because if you had a good mom and mother-in-law, they would actually encourage you to, to do it. So that's just my opinion. I love that. I'm actually reading a book right now. The title of the book is Find Your People by Jenny Allen, and the subtitle is Building Deep Community in a Lonely World. I wasn't necessarily going to speak on this, but I've recently been, I've been reading this book, then exploring the idea that she's been presenting, the idea that a lot of people lose, a lot of women get busy with motherhood, with responsibilities, particularly and especially for those who work outside the home and have kids, you know, right. they just are juggling everything. Um, it's really hard to find time for those relationships. And she, she poses that we're made for community. We're not made to be alone. And she goes back to a lot of other cultures and how they live and how community is essential into just their way of life in America because of our, our blessings, you know, like the mm -hmm. blessing of a dish, you know, a dishwasher and a, oh yes. you know, dish, <laughs> clothes washer, you know, we don't have to go to the stream and scrub clothes with the local community women, you know, and, but because of that, we're, we tend to be more isolated, hard to find time. And yeah. I think it's, I love this idea and I've started praying recently for God to provide a friend in my actual neighborhood. And she, Jenny Allen, poses the idea of really trying to find someone in your actual neighborhood because just life being so hard, it's easier when they're a close proximity. And it's just sure. neat to see how the Lord provided within like two weeks this new friend. And it's been so fun. And oh, she good. really like joined in with, um, I joke, co-parenting my youngest child who... I really need to do a better job with. But I just love this idea of motherhood, of getting away for Mother's Day for those who find themselves in a place of lack. Like they, maybe they listen to this podcast and they think, yeah, I feel lonely. I feel disconnected from friends because of the busyness of my life. And in fact, mm -hmm. I read on one of the local mom Facebook groups, this one lady was super vulnerable. And she said, I, this is my place of life. I have a young child. I don't work outside the home. It's just me and my kid. I'm lonely and I want friends. Does anybody live near me who wants to be my friend? And mm -hmm. I just commented on her post, like, wow, way to be brave. Like, I think what you just did is so amazing. And so for those women who may be listening, who they feel like this Facebook woman, you know, they feel lonely and they just want to say, do you want to be my friend? Like, think about who are those people you've met? Maybe they're in your neighborhood. Maybe they're in your kid's school or someone you've met on Facebook, even in another, you know, neighboring city or state. 
reaching out to them and saying, hey, I have this idea, whether it's on Mother's Day or even maybe not Mother's Day weekend, I want to do this and like using this idea, you know, that you, Jamie, are presenting and yeah. allowing it to jumpstart this new, this new habit of prioritizing friendships. And I just think that that could be a really beautiful. Yeah. And it really opened my eyes, like I said, when I would tell people what we were doing and the reactions were interesting to me. And I'm like, that's not a normal reaction. And it's because we're just taught as women, young moms, that we're just supposed to do all the things all the time. And I think women in general have a hard time getting away for girls trips in general. I'll see a lot of moms struggle with that. And I've always been a friend girl. I love my friends. I have to have my friends. I love spending time with my friends. So for me, it's something I know that I need. Now, some women will say, well, I'm introverted, but you know what? Every woman needs somebody. You need a friend. You need somebody to, you know, to vent to, to have support from. So, you know, it's, it's kind of nice too, when you know, when it's easier to plan stuff, when you know, you're going to do it every year. Uh Like if you know, okay, what are we doing next year? It's easier. It's easier. And it's okay to make tweaks. Like this year, we are going away the weekend before Mother's Day weekend uh, because we wanted to make sure we had no issues because my my grandma just passed away. So I know it's going to be hard for my mom. Mm. And then my other friend, her mom passed away last summer also. And so, you know, sometimes you have to make tweaks and you're like, that might be a hard weekend, but we're, but we still committed to each other to go the week before to celebrate. So that's going to happen. There might be some years that you can't meet up at all. But I think where, where I get sad is when I see women just like, they feel guilt, they feel guilt, like they're going to actually get maybe some reaction from their own mom or mother-in-law if they do something. I mean, I hate to say that, but it could happen that we're just obligated to, you know, because what happens is when you, when you're always thinking about your own mom and mother-in-law, it's like our normal life. We're always giving to everybody else, but not ourselves. So I think there's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. You don't really, you can, you know, talk to your spouse, see how it can work out best for each of you. But you don't really need permission or anyone to encourage you. <laughs> you can just make the decision on your own. And because <laughs> if you're waiting for that, that may never happen. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, I'm. you kind of mentioned a few things. You guys went to the McAllister Boutiques, Tulsa yeah. on the way back. You mentioned Mama Tiggs. Tell us a little bit more, paint a picture for us of what that weekend looked like from morning to night so that people can kind of get an idea of and especially for those who've never been to Carlton Landing. Sure. Can I paint so, that emotional picture. Sure. It was it was a Friday. So me and my friend Catherine, the one, you know, we started it. We drove just the two of us from where we live in Oklahoma. And then our other friends were going to come later. So we drove to Carlton Landing. It was a beautiful day. We we actually stopped in Tulsa on the way there to eat lunch and try a new restaurant because we were like foodies. Mm-hmm. We we went to Tulsa. We, we grabbed food for Carlton Landing. We got to Carlton Landing. The house was so adorable. It actually sits closer to the shops there. I'm forgetting the name of it, but it's, it has somewhat of a lake view. It's like a great location. It was very like seaside-ish, just so pretty. And we, you know, unloaded all the food and stocked the fridge. And 
my friend, she makes the best charcuterie board. So we were getting that ready for our other friends to join us. Our other friends come and we just got to really relax and be together. You know, like they have the swings on the porch. We love to, to hang out there and talk. And we would, we, we walked the whole town. We, and then we'd have late nights talking. And then my, me and my friend, Catherine, we love walking Carlton Landing at night, like 10 o'clock, because it's so pretty oh, when wow. all the alleyways are lit up. It's so peaceful there. We're like, it's so peaceful, but it's so beautiful. Night is beautiful. I don't know if we're the only ones who do that in Carlton Landing, but it's just so pretty to walk around. And you have the meeting house also, which provides food and drinks. So the next day we went to the meeting house, we sat outside, the sun was shining. I mean, we had the best weather and we had drinks and food. And my friends were just in awe of this place. They're like, I had no idea this place existed. This is, again, a Hallmark town in the middle of Oklahoma. Then we went back to get swimsuits on. We went to the pool. We, we went to McAllister, came back. And then I think we did Mama Tig. You know, it's, what's great about Carlton Landing is that once you're there, you don't have to drive really anywhere unless, like, we did go to McAllister. But you can just walk everywhere. It's really easy. You can just walk to town, walk to get a drink walk to get coffee. That was our favorite thing. If you're a coffee person, like we are just, my friends loved that they could go to the meeting house to get their coffee. And, and it was just such like a great location. We, like I said, we didn't have to fly anywhere. We didn't have to, it was very like low maintenance, easy type of getaway. So you can have, you know, not every getaway has to be expensive and complicated. I am curious. Yeah. You, I know you have, you've mentioned in the past podcast, or maybe it was in our personal text we had about a few of your favorite places in McAllister for those women who really love walking the historic downtown main streets of small towns. McAllister is absolutely one of those. Tell us a few of the favorite shops and restaurants that they need to be sure to stop at if they choose to do that. Sure. My favorite boutique is Harper and Gray, which is located in downtown McAllister. They actually just opened up a store in Hochitown, Oklahoma, too. So I feel so lucky. But Harper and Gray has always been my favorite down there. And then there's some other cute, like, antique places. There's a few wineries, some cute stores. I don't know the names of all of them, but Harper and Gray is my favorite. And then not too far from downtown, I would say about 10 minutes, is the little bitty town of Krebs, Oklahoma, which is, which is Oklahoma's Little Italy. And that is where the famous restaurant Pete's Place is. And I'm, I am Sicilian, so I'm very into Krebs, Oklahoma, because it's like the only place in Oklahoma that has my people, <laughs> my Italian people. So Pete's Place is a huge restaurant. It's really big. And they make their own beer, chalk beer, and they have these cool rooms. Like you could eat with your family, but they can close the doors. It's, it's really neat. And then they sell a lot of food to go. So like if you're going back to your house in Carlton Landing, you can actually buy a frozen lasagna or pasta oh, sauce. Oh, that's or, cool. Yeah, or grab some beer because we travel so much to Carlton Landing and Hochitown. We have so many stops. Sometimes we have our favorite places we stop at. But when you're staying in a rental, like a vacation rental, it's great to be able, oh, I'm going to get this lasagna or, you know, whatever it is to take back to the house. That's Pete's Place sells all of that, but then uh, not too far from Pete's Place is La Vera's Deli, which is the only probably legit Italian deli in all of Oklahoma, and now they sell their cheese and products all over in grocery stores, 
But that is a very historic deli, and we love to stop into there to get pasta, cannolis. It's just such a neat place, and their cheese. I mean, if you're a cheese person and you love cheese like my friend does, that is where you can go and get all your cheeses for your charcuterie board in Carlton Landing. So, you know, if you're, it just makes a little, a really great little trip from Carlton Landing to go shop and go over to Pete's place, have, have some good food and, and then you can make your way back to your house. That's so fun. Have you been to LaSalt in downtown McAllister yet? You know, I think they're actually located inside Harper and Gray. Yeah. Uh, but weirdly, every time I'm there, they're not open for oh, some that's reason. Oh, so sad. So funny. I know. So they are... I, I see their food all the time, but I never get to have it. Oh, man. You have to keep trying. Don't stop. It is so, so good. It's so flavorful. It is so healthy. In fact, one of my friend's husbands said their spinach salad was the most delicious spinach salad he's ever had in entire life. <laughs> in his entire I know. Life. I'm so bummed. I don't know if they're closed on Saturdays and only open oh. Days because usually it's a Saturday that I'm there oh, and crazy. they're they're never open because they're usually in the back of the store, right? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. the salt is oh, in the back, back, but they're always closed. Um, but yes, I've seen their photos and it looks amazing. But that's yeah. that boutique is my favorite. I love that place. That's so fun. And they also do catering. So if our listeners ever oh, that's want good to, to know. cater, mm-hmm, it just something that's in. One of the reviews I read was about how wonderful they are dealing with food allergies, sensitivities. Oh, that's Just good. With um, ingredients to try to find something that works for everybody. And this particular review was a girls' retreat kind of getaway. Uh-huh. So anyway, you'll definitely have to try them. In. Yeah, yeah. It was it was such a great weekend. You know, as when you're away with moms, you really just you just want to drink your coffee and talk and eat and talk and walk around and talk. And it was great because all the shops were open that weekend in Carlton Landing, the pop-up shops. Yes. So that was really fun for all. Oh, and the greatest thing, because I've been at Carlton Landing for New Year's Eve, which was really fun. But Mm -hmm. when we were there for Mother's Day weekend, they at the meeting house on that Sunday, they had free mimosas for mom and muffins. And it was a beautiful presentation. And you know what? That just, we're, I mean, that makes us happy. You know, we're like, someone's doing I just something for you <laughs> that you don't yes. have to cook. But not only that, like it was a beautiful presentation. Oh. Like the muffins were beautiful. Like we took photos, but you know, those are all just like really great special touches that I loved that they did because I'm sure there's more families that were there for Mother's Day weekend, mm-hmm. but for a group of girls and everything, it was really special so yeah I think there were five of us so we started with two the first year five the second and then our third year our friend moved to New Mexico so we went to Albuquerque which was wonderful and then um this year we're going to Las Vegas so we really stepped it up quite a bit um, it's a little bit harder to plan but um with six people and trying to figure it out and I really thought you know with so much going on the past year I'm like there's just no way we're going to be able to get everybody to go it's going to be too hard but sure enough, I, we we have a new person coming. Wow. So, um, you know, that's the thing. You, you really don't know unless you ask, unless you 
reach out to your friends unless you, you it's just you never know so this will be our fourth year i'm so excited and we're and we're going on a thursday now instead of a friday so we even extended our weekend wow and- today's podcast is sponsored by the lodge on twinkle lane a luxury rental home just steps from mom and tiggs in the heart of carlton landing the lodge is the perfect escape for families and friends wanting to push pause on your daily demands and reconnect through quality time and fun activities The Lodge is cozy, fragrance-free, and provides everything you'll need for a relaxing vacation. To help you plan your next vacation in Carlton Landing, go to thelodgeontwinklelane.com to receive our free vacation travel guide and use code PODCAST10 to receive 10% off your next stay. And now, back to the episode. So do you, did all of your friends know each other before, or was it like you with all these friends in different parts of your life that just came together and then became friends? No, that's a good question. So we all didn't know each other. You know, when we first started, it was just me and my friend, Catherine. And then the following year, her and I had some other friends in town and we're like, you know, maybe we should ask them. And then one, and then they knew another girl They're like, well, can we invite this girl? And we're like, sure. And then that girl ended up becoming our new friend. (laughs) And I actually do social media now for that girl. And so then it was the five of us. But we all are ages 33 to 50, which that's a pretty good age range, like honestly, which I think is really amazing and really cool because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times you're doing a girl's trip with like people close to your age. So we have a good age range, which I love. And then this year, my friend Catherine, who I originally went with, her her brother got married at Carlton Landing last fall. And his new wife wanted to come with us, even though she's oh, not a mom. And so I'm like, fun. we're like, sure. So we might change it to like the cool wives club now. Since, <laughs> you know, she's not a mom. Because um, I actually found a shirt like that. So now we have six of us because I'm kind of more of the merrier person. And I'm, for me, meeting new people comes easy for me. I know it's not easy for everybody else. Some people would not want to stay with somebody they didn't know well. Like, I get that. That's a very personal thing. I am not like that. I am more the merrier. I love meeting new people. I love making new friends because I need friends in my life. (laughs) So it it brings me happiness uh, and joy. So yeah, so this year it's six of us. Like I said, I think I think ages from thirty-three to fifty. I think that's just so cool. I love that. Do you find that the conversations get into a place of the olders giving the younger's uh, like parenting or marriage wisdom? Like, does that kind of conversation ever come up, or does it stay mostly about non-family topics? You know, honestly, it doesn't come up as much as you would think. We are all really. I feel like we're like really fun girls. And so we like to talk about fun stuff and travel. Now, sometimes we'll, we'll talk about quirky things our husbands do or just because we're all in different phases of our life. There is some of that. There is a little bit of that. But more or less, we're, we're just talking about things that we're personally doing in our own lives. Each of us has a thing that we do or, you know, whether it's raising young kids still or one, you know, one of my friends is a wedding venue owner and a banker. So, I mean, we spend a little bit of time on 
maybe talking about the husbands, the kids stuff, we're good. That's, <laughs> I mean, we love our kids, but we're really like in fun mode. And oh, yeah. Talking about our next trip or talking about things we love or, you know, or what we're doing in our lives, which I, which is really great because I get inspired by other women all the time about what they're doing in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I love that kind of talk, you know? Yeah, I love that. So two things that have come to mind I'm curious about is how do you handle food and how do you handle the sharing of beds? (laughs) That is a good question. I think last year we were kind of like, I'm not sure how we're going to handle this food stuff. Do we split it? I I think it was a hot mess, to be honest. Like if I'm trying to remember, I think it started off as like, well, we'll just split it equally, but or we'll, we'll, we're going to come back to it and figure it out, but it never happens. Yeah. So now that we're going to Vegas, I think we're probably going to have to do individual tickets because not all of us drink, number one, and cocktails are very expensive. Mm-hmm. So even if you do a mocktail, I mean, so, you know, Vegas can be expensive, so you kind of have to be careful, you know, splitting it equally might not work. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think for this trip, we're going to, a lot of people are used to doing individual tickets and stuff. So I think we're probably going to have to do that. And so far the bed sharing has not been an issue. Like two of the girls that are really close, they'll probably share a bed, but all of us, you know, know each other now pretty good. And then the new girl coming in, I mean, it's my sister's sister-in-law, so they could share a bed. So, but those are things you do have to talk about because luckily Everyone here is pretty easygoing, but I understand not everybody is comfortable in those situations or they might want their own room, right? They might be like, you know, I'm just going to book my own hotel room. So I think when you do a trip like that, you do have to be flexible. Mm -hmm. You have to be open and you have to really listen to when people say they're not comfortable with something. That is a big deal. Yeah. I went to a business retreat with some fellow lady um, colleagues in yeah. Carlton Landing earlier this year. And it was really interesting. I was one of the co-hosts that got to figure out all of those details. And actually, oh, it, was at, it was at the lodge. So I ended up stepping into that role more than normal. Um, the lodge being, the lodge on Twinkle Lane being our place that we own there. And yeah. so it was tricky figuring out another thing I hadn't thought about was snoring. You know, yep. people may have preference not to sleep with a snorer or however that works out. And one friend has a very, very strong preference against sleeping with someone even in a king bed. And sure. so she ended up deciding to sleep on one of our trifold mattresses on yeah. the floor. I guess it's just a matter of communication and mm-hmm. allowing people the open. You do. Floor you have to, you have, to, there has to be flexibility and there has to be, you have to be empathetic, you know, sleeping Sleeping is a very intimate thing, whether Mm -hmm. you're with, even though you're with friends or girls, people have particular things. So I know when we were first looking, my friend had found a really big room for all of us, but one of the beds was like a pullout couch. And I was like, listen, girl, I don't do those anymore. I'm too old for that. Like I've, I've done my time. Like I, my last girl's trip to Miami years ago, I did a pullout couch. That was it. Like I, I, now I'm older and I'm like, I, of course, my younger friend was like, I'll do it. You know? 
she's You've young graduated. and you know I've graduated so and then my other friend was like well I think we should have two rooms because one bathroom might be not enough which is true so you really do have to talk those things out and have the flexibility and be open because l- listen everybody is different yeah. and and so you do have to work through I think the hardest thing to work out is the accommodations honestly once mm-hmm. you can find a place that everybody agrees on the other stuff is a lot easier, but I think getting the um, accommodations is the hardest. Now, Carlton Landing was easy because, you know, we were able to rent a large home where we each had our own space. Like, that was easy. But when you're going somewhere with hotel rooms and you're not doing an Airbnb or a oh. rental, that's a little bit more complicated, I think. That is. Yeah. yeah. And so Carlton Landing tends to be much more, although we, you know, we have Mama Tiggs and the meeting house, which is expanding yeah. and its food offerings and the pantry, it does tend to have, because they come with kitchens and really gorgeous, oh, yeah. amazing decked out kitchens, it does tend to have more of a, a culture, so to speak, of bringing your own food and making your own breakfast, yeah. maybe lunch eating out for dinner, maybe eating out for lunch. So how did you guys, but then the, the refrigerators aren't gargantuan sized, obviously, you know, they're a normal sized fridge. So that's, that could be a lot of food if everybody brought their own breakfast and lunch. How did you guys handle those things? Well, if you're a group that likes to, you know, there's going to be some girls groups that love to plan ahead and some that don't. And honestly, both are fine because Sometimes you don't want to plan. You're like, okay, let's let's just see how it goes. But we did plan a little bit. Like we had planned to do a huge charcuterie board that lasted us all weekend. My friend is just, she makes the best. And it was huge. She's very talented. She's a talented baker. And so we knew like that charcuterie board was going to be great. And we really weren't into making any huge meals at the house because, you know, we just really wanted to like drink some and to have snacks and nibble. And we had already set out that, okay, we're going to do one meal at Mama Tig's and then we're going to do a meal in McAllister. And then we're going to probably frequent the meeting house for maybe a lunch or a snack and stuff and then you don't have to bring so much with you to the house but you know the great thing about Carlton Landing is you know if you're watching your expenses or you know you don't want to spend a a whole lot of extra on a trip you know to be able to buy your own food and make your own food and not eat out every meal is great Um, you can kind of control that a lot better plus you're only worrying about you think about you know this as a mom when you're going to Carlton Landing with your whole family oh my goodness you're having to worry about the kids' food. I mean, for me, this was such a break for me. I only yeah. have to worry about myself. I'm good. Give me a charcuterie board and like some water, some drinks. You know, you know what I'm saying? Some so it's also so much easier because you're you're not worrying about your whole family like you used to. It's Gosh, really so true. Just you, right? Yeah. And and that is man, that's a nice break. So you can it's an easy thing to plan. More difficult, like when we're going to Vegas, it's very different because you have to make reservations. It's definitely more expensive. So you, you know, it's definitely more of an expensive trip than something like Carlton Landing. But that's why I'm so passionate about Carlton Landing because for my Okies or even Dallas people, it's a drive, you know, it's, you can split everything. Think about even if you go to Carlton Landing with one other family, you're really only splitting it two ways. Well, if you have six girls, you get to split the cost of that home six ways. That's right. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, I really can't give people, if you want a more affordable luxury little weekend trip, it's such a great place to go. It so is. So I don't think I've told you this personally, but uh, have you seen me share about the bookation that we're doing 
in yes, April. Yes, I think you said your first one booked up, right? It is. The first one booked up in the same day. And the second one, I decided to open up a second bookcation. I love that. And it booked up within like two days. So for the listeners, a bookcation, I was inspired by a friend sent me the idea. Bookcation being a vacation for women. Um, and all they do is they come and they bring their books and they read book all day long by themselves in the I think that's great in the pool in the hot tub by the beach in the woods anywhere you want you just read all day long and then you come together with the other women that are there over dinner and you talk about your books and the things you've read that day with each other when I saw my friend share that with me I was like oh my goodness I am so intrigued by this I posted it on my Facebook and posed the question would you be interested in this and the support for the idea was overwhelming. I was like, okay, let's do this. So I planned it like the next day. It was a completely impulsive decision. And it booked up very quickly as I I just love, are you actually, are these women, you know, or like, do you have to be there with them or no? Well, so this is our maiden voyage. We, the first one is in two weeks, the weekend of Mm -hmm. April 15th ish. And the second one is the weekend of April 29th ish. I ended up deciding to do a three night Mm because I figured for these women, if they're getting away, it's a big deal. And let's go big or go home. I think that's good. Three nights, you can come up Thursday that way, you know, Thursday early. Thursday late. So you have two solid full days of book yeah. reading. So we did that. Oh, are you hosting? The, Am I hosting? Book? Yes. Or is so, it like three ran- or random people? Like, yeah. How yeah. does that work? Yeah. So I am hosting it at the lodge okay. and everybody paid for this time. It worked out for 155 per person for the three nights. And I'm one of the 10, so we can hold up to 10. So it's me and nine others. And the fascinating thing, when I posted about it, I ended up having about four women, four to five women that knew me, that I knew that I would consider a friend. And then the other four to five women, I don't know who they are. It's my friend's friend or my friend's sister or sister-in-law or, you know, cousin. And so it's really cool. The idea being BYO roommate, like you get to choose who you want. So it's kind of interesting. It'll be a hodgepodge of women Mm -hmm. and I will, I love creating community and bringing people together to where they come as strangers, they leave as friends and that's that. kind of the vision for that. I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just love that. I love that it's taken off. And like, I just think that's so cool. Yeah, it's been interesting to see the response mm-hmm. from women. And I had so, I had probably 10 women that wanted to do it and just couldn't make the date. Right. And it was telling me, please, you know, tell me when you're doing the next one. I think I'm going to do one in the fall and maybe do you two should. to three going forward on kind of the, the slower, the non-summer season, because the idea being, if you want to be reading a book all day, solitude may be what you're more leaning towards. But also I had the idea, and we'll see if this idea takes off or not, but kind of a build your own vocation to where I offer you the idea. I give you the template of all the marketing material, the picture, the Google Mm -hmm. forms for people to sign up and you promote it. You find the people and I give you a hundred dollars off your stay, which pretty well covers the major portion of your part um, as the host. And then I feel like the idea with the vocation works better 
where there's a point person that's sort of like the glue that is guiding and that person would be of course filling that role so we'll see I haven't had any takers on that idea it may be a total flop but if but you know what you just have to try you just have to then you know right like then you know I think it's so cool yeah so I'm excited to be able to be there and and two so two of the women that are coming as friends they have decided to just on their own accord provide a breakfast board for one of the mornings with french toast and bacon and berries and she sent me a picture of it and I thought oh my goodness that's so generous and so beautiful and then one of the those two ladies is a certified laughter yoga instructor oh perfect I hadn't even heard of laughter yoga but she is offering (laughs) to do a laughter yoga session for all of us to do together that is amazing yeah so it's just going to be really soul filling and so that's how you that's how you meet a lot of cool new people and that's right see that's what happens when you bring women together every you know we're all we all have our talents and you get to bring them and show them to your friends and whether it's yoga or cooking or you know it's just everyone brings something to the table yeah so for those listening if you love the idea mother's day weekends too busy or too difficult to get away Just take the idea with you, apply it however it works best for you, whether it's a one-nighter at a cute little bed and breakfast close to your house, or if it's a two to three night getaway at Carlton Landing with friends or strangers, it is just the idea of building that community deeper with those around you. Yes, it's. You know, it's like you said, you're bringing community together, but me and my friend started this four years ago. Now we're up to six people, which may not seem like a lot, but, you know, trying to get six people's lives to coordinate and to come together these days is not easy. So, yeah, you know, I'm just so grateful. And now our husbands are like, go have a great time. They love it. (laughs) I love it. That's so great. Do you have any share to wrap this up? Um, I just want to remind women to not feel guilty about taking some time for for themselves for Mother's Day, whatever that looks like, that your mother-in-laws and your mothers in your life should never make you feel guilty for that. They should encourage you, especially if you're a young mom with kids at home still, they should understand how much you need that time also. There should always be flexibility. You do not owe every Mother's Day weekend to your mother-in-law or even your mom. And I know that's an unpopular opinion, but that's how I feel. (laughs) So (laughs) you also owe it to yourself because you're the one that has to come back on Monday and take care of everybody too. So that's right. That's right. Well, until next time, Jamie, I can't wait to have you on the podcast for another awesome topic that I'm sure we'll think of. (laughs) I'll talk to you next time. Okay. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you for joining us today for our special mom-focused podcast. Whether you are a current or future mom, I hope this podcast has inspired you to take a step towards building deep community in a lonely world. Perhaps that means posting an SOS on your local mom's group for a friend or planning a getaway at Carlton Landing with your fellow mom friends. If you would like to go deeper on this topic, you'll enjoy Jenny Allen's book, Find Your People. 
If you love books and are intrigued by the idea of a bookcation where you sit around all day long reading books and talking about it at night with other book-loving friends, you can reach out to me personally or visit our website at www.thelodgeontwinklelane.com. I hope you've been inspired and encouraged today. Please consider following, sharing, and leaving a five-star review. I'll see you next time.